Hello, this is Barbara DeGran. I'm an abolitionist vegan from Texas in the USA. You can find me at veganacious.com and you're listening to Coexisting with Non-Human Animals. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Vegetarian. Vegan. Yeah, well. Let's get it right. You used the word animals, but I suppose what you should have said is non-human animals. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Coexisting with Non-Human Animals, Animal Cruelty. Before I start, I have an email from a listener, from my German friend Martin Defner, who sent an email of encouragement. Martin has a blog, in German, that you can find at, forgive my pronunciation Martin, doppelstandards.wordpress.com, that's d-o-p-p-e-l, standards. .wordpress.com. He has also made, with his girlfriend, a very well-produced short film, again in German, that you can find at losdenken.de, L-O-S-D-E-N-K-E-N dot D-E. Sorry if I screwed up the names. <laughs> Martin also made the Vegans Against Peter logo that I have on my blog. I'm thrilled when I get email from people who have listened to my show. If you'd like to tell me what an awful person I am for promoting abolitionist veganism, then feel free to rant away at jwontdart at gmail.com. J-A-Y-W-O-N-T-D-A-R-T at gmail.com. This episode I'd like to talk more about recent cases of animal cruelty. Of course... This is not about how we treat cows or chickens or sheep or pigs. It's basically a few incidents of people hurting or killing dogs and cats, although also birds in a clip I'll play. The media of New Zealand have been covering all the incidents of cats and dogs that have been hurt or killed, and recently a law about animal cruelty has been changed to be harsher towards offenders. There have been many bizarre acts mentioned, Dozens of dogs slain by a couple angry men, heads snapped off pets, and the like, but never any mention of how we treat farm animals, of course. Some of the most vocal people calling for increased fines and jail time will most likely be non-vegan, which is just bizarre. To claim that animals deserve to be left alone, without being hurt, and then to sit down to a non-vegan meal while wearing their skin and wool is very misguided. Celebrities have appeared on television talking about sticking up for animal rights and the like. And yet, if I mention farmed animals being killed for our food, clothing and other uses that perhaps I have a problem with that, I'm being radical. I'll play the Sunday show now. I'll warn you, during the piece, a blurry video was shown of a pit bull eating very small kittens. This was shown on television and I think a lot of people will be very upset by this. I guess it's nowhere near as bad if you just hear the audio. You really only hear the owner telling the dog what a great job it's doing. Despite this, the man who encouraged the dog to do this calls himself an animal lover. He grew up on a farm. I felt like I should warn you. 
I've built up a callus from watching violent video and hearing dramatic audio, but I understand and respect people who get very upset about seeing or hearing these awful acts. This was played on mainstream television, and I don't think I'm pushing the boundaries of what's acceptable by leaving this part in the Sunday Show clips. Personally, I was more upset by a second part of the video, where you see footage of exotic birds that have been brutally killed. A bunch of men had broken into a public aviary and killed all the birds they could by snapping their necks. We hear the men being asked how they did it, and they say, the same way you would do it to a duck, which is curious. If you do it to a wild duck, it's absolutely fine, but if you break into a public aviary and destroy public property, you're an inhumane monster. We hear of a cockatoo that had been very friendly, and more than once we see its corpse, contorted in what looks like great pain. The cameras go past a sea of brutally abused birds. I can only imagine what it would have been like while the birds were being hurt. I imagine they would have been flying around and around their caged prison while the men grabbed and broke them in any way possible. There would have been no escape, and in the end they are shown lying on the ground, birds of every colour, size and shape, lying broken. The man accused of feeding cats to his dog seemed genuinely sorry in the Sunday interview. He has tears streaming down his face, but there seems to be little doubt about what he did to those animals. After the clip, I'll talk about how many people have responded very harshly to animal offenders. I'd like you to think about how you personally feel these people should be treated as you hear the clips. I'll play the Sunday piece now. Why did you do this? Outside the Gisborne Court last month. The SPCA is calling this cold-blooded murder. What do you say to that? They don't care about the animal, they don't care about other people. Te'ahu Mankalo's just pleaded guilty to feeding his pit bull cross live kittens. They feel things, they feel pain, they feel fear. The case beggars belief. You know, I don't actually know where to go with this story, how to fathom the, the mentality involved. The facts of the case are these. The defendant ticked the kittens out of the box and incited his pit bull terrier dog to attack them. Te'ahu Mankalo, a 30-year-old father of three from Gisborne with another child on the way. The defendant's dog attacked the kittens one by one, biting them and breaking their bones. But why? What got into him? I love animals. I do, really do. I got brought up with all sorts of animals. Most of my time was living on a farm with animals. Can you understand people who are cruel to animals? No, not, not really. No, I... Experts link cruelty to animals with cruelty to people. So what of this case? Have you beaten your partner? No, no, no. I've no, no, no incidents of any of um, their violence ever. Uh, nothing at all. Tahu, do you have any criminal convictions? Yes, I have. Um, drinking, driving. Assault? No. Battery? No. No, no, no records of that, just um, drinking, driving. I've been to prison um, twice on drinking, driving. Yeah, but mostly all with alcohol, my convictions. Supported by his sister Vonita, Te Ahu's fronted up to plead that he's not some sort of psychopath. I've always been there for my partner and the kids and 
not much people around that can help us out. It's only just been me and my family, me, my kids and my missus. The family man, the remorse. You could feel sorry for him, but it comes over so at odds with the ugly summary of facts. Mankalo, this is in September last year, is walking along this stretch of road with his pit bull, Pete. They're coming to a party just over there. Well, on the way here, Pipi smells something on the back of a ute, a little pickup truck. My dog already was curious in it when we walked past it. Yeah, like, I didn't really know there was kittens there in the first place. So, what does Mankalo do? He gets the box, brings it into this patch of land over here. He empties the box of kittens onto the ground. Yeah. The whole grizzly business videoed by an associate, Tiahu says. Wow, he can see this shit that he's f***ing doing. That's not my voice. Mankalo denies taking these pictures. They were later leaked to the SPCA, but he does admit to this. I am guilty for, yes, I um, told my dog, um, Get him, PP. Here, 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 PP, here. But I'm not guilty for video, isn't it? His story is it was an accident. The dog got loose and killed four of the kittens. One survived, and he fed it to the dog only because it was done for anyway. The fact is, it's a really sick thing to do. Yeah, very. But not just to be cruel to the animal, but to film it as well. Yeah, yeah. And why film it in the first place? I guess it's to show it to your mates. That's the reason, isn't it? He says he made up the summary of facts to save his dog from being put down. What is it that's making you so upset right now? Just seeing that on the clip of um, my involvement in that. And just all the years that I've been brought up around here, all sorts of animals. And just seeing me doing it. You're standing by him. Why? I don't understand this. I do not agree with what's happened. Not whatsoever. Nor does any of our family. And that, but at the end of the day, he is still my brother. And um, people do make mistakes. And yeah, and I love him. I don't agree with it. But I love him. Ta'ahu is a problem drinker. His sister says he's easily led. He'd been drinking and smoking cannabis for two days straight. But even so, to be that cruel? I just don't know why I might do it. Yeah, I can't. I haven't got your answer to answer that why I did it. It's just way out of my nature on even doing something like, like that. Can't give you answer on why I did, did, did it. You know, you get a little bit of a, a knot in the stomach when you meet people like that, because that's just about as evil as it gets as far as uh, animal cruelty goes. Charles Cadwallader investigated um, the case and pressed charges. He was very, very calm and just totally denied anything. You know, very welcoming. Come in, look around, see what you like to see. Yeah. That was until he was confronted with the incriminating video. The aftermath of PP. Those little guts. At that point, he turned and said, oh, uh, 
that's my dog and that sounds like me, I can't remember it. But eventually this came round to um, a full confession. Why are you running away? But at the core of it is something few of us can relate to or understand, a disturbing psychology. It's bullying. The bottom line is bullying. Cruelty to the animals of the sort that Mankalo's perpetrated is, is a bullying cruelty. It's a deliberate, malicious uh, power thing over the animals. After the break, the Tamuka bird killers. They get jail time, but is it enough? People cannot do an act of cruelty to any animal or any birds and get away with it. I want to see these guys in for five, six, seven years. Hard labour. Why did you do this? Outside the Why Gisborne Court last month. Tell us. The SBCA is calling this cold-blooded murder. What do you say to that? They don't care about the animal, they don't care about other people. Te'ahu Makalo's just pleaded guilty to feeding his pit bull cross live kittens. They feel things, they feel pain, they feel fear. The case beggars belief. You know, I don't actually know where to go with this story, how to fathom the, the mentality involved. The facts of the case are these. The defendant ticked the kittens out of the box and incited his pit bull terrier dog to attack them. Te'ahu Mankalo, a 30-year-old father of three from Gisborne with another child on the way. The defendant's dog attacked the kittens one by one, biting them and breaking their bones. But why? What got into him? I love animals. I do, really do. I got brought up with all sorts of animals. Most of my time was living on a farm with animals. Can you understand people who are cruel to animals? No, not, not really. No, I... Experts link cruelty to animals with cruelty to people. So what of this case? Have you beaten your partner? No, no, no. I've no, no, no incidents of any of um, their violence ever. Uh, nothing at all. Tahu, do you have any criminal convictions? Yes, I have. Um, drinking, driving. Assault? No. Battery? No. No, no, no records of that, just um, drinking, driving. I've been to prison um, twice on drinking, driving. Yeah, but mostly all with alcohol, my conviction. Supported by his sister Vonita, Te Ahu's fronted up to plead that he's not some sort of psychopath. I've always been there for my partner and the kids, and not much people around that can help us out. It's only just been me and my family, me, my kids, and my missus. The family man, the remorse. You could feel sorry for him, but it comes over so at odds with the ugly summary of facts. Mankalo, this is in September last year, is walking along this stretch of road with his pit bull, Pete. They're coming to a party just over there. Well, on the way here, Pee-Pee smells something on the back of a ute, a little pickup truck. My dog already was curious in it when we walked past it. Yeah, like, I didn't really know there was kittens there in the first place. So, what does Mankalo do? He gets the box, brings it into this patch of land over here. He empties the box of kittens onto the ground. Yeah. Here, Pee-Pee. The whole grizzly business videoed by an associate, Tiahu says. 
body can't even see this shit. That he's f***ing doing. That's not my voice. Mankalo denies taking these pictures. They were later leaked to the SPCA, but he does admit to this. I am guilty for, yes, I um, told my dog, um, get him, PB. Here, 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 PB, here. But I'm not guilty for video or anything. His story is it was an accident. The dog got loose and killed four of the kittens. One survived, and he fed it to the dog only because it was done for anyway. The fact is, it's a really sick thing to do. Yeah, very. But not just to be cruel to the animal, but to film it as well. Yeah, yeah. And why film it in the first place? I guess it's to show it to your mates. That's the reason, isn't it? He says he made up the summary of facts to save his dog from being put down. What is it that's making you so upset right now? Just seeing that on the clip of um, my involvement in that, and just all the years that I've been brought up around here, all sorts of animals, and just seeing me doing it. You're standing by him. Why? I don't understand this. I do not agree with what's happened, not whatsoever, nor does any of our family. And that, but at the end of the day, he is still my brother, and um, people do make mistakes. And yeah, and I love him. I don't agree with it, but I love him. Ta'ahu is a problem drinker. His sister says he's easily led. He'd been drinking and smoking cannabis for two days straight, but even so, to be that cruel? I just don't know why I might do it. Yeah, I can't, I haven't got your answer to answer that why I did it. It's just way out of my nature on even doing something like, like that. Can't give you answer on why I did, did, did it. You know, you get a little bit of a, a knot in the stomach when you meet people like that because that's just about as evil as it gets as far as uh, animal cruelty goes. Charles Cadwallader investigated um, the case and pressed charges. He was very, very calm and just totally denied anything. No, very welcoming. Come in, look around, see what you like to see. Yeah. That was until he was confronted with the incriminating video. The aftermath of PP. Those little guts. At that point, he turned and said, oh, uh, that's my dog and that sounds like me. I can't remember it. But eventually this came round to um, a full confession. Why are you running away? But at the core of it is something few of us can relate to or understand, a disturbing psychology. It's bullying. The bottom line is bullying. Cruelty to the animals of the sort that Mankalo's perpetrated is, is a bullying cruelty. It's a deliberate, malicious uh, power thing over the animals. After the break, the Tamuka bird killers. They get jail time, but is it enough? People cannot do an act of cruelty to any animal or any birds and get away with it. I want to see these guys in for five, six, seven years. Hard labour. It seems that one of the current news stories for the last few months has been about cases of animal cruelty, and a law has just been passed for harsher sentences on offenders. It's odd, isn't it? As soon as this law is coming up, 
the media seems to find a never-ending list of the cruelest acts performed on animals that you could ever think of. Except the 56 billion land animals killed each year, statistics from the UN. To consider what happens to those objects owned by a farmer is the same as when 32 birds in an aviary are killed. That's being radical and fundamentalist, not to mention divisive. I think that making maximum jail terms or fines larger will do nothing to help the animals and little to deter the people who seem to infest New Zealand at the moment. If all these reports of cruelty to cats and dogs and birds are as common as they sound. I imagine these people feel like they are above the law, that they'll never get caught, so why would they worry if the potential punishment is moved from one unit of jail to 1.5 units of jail? If we talk about fines, it already seems to be that young people who get outrageous fines, mostly for speeding and car-related events, just have the massive charges that could never ever be paid back wiped clean. I'm talking about people who supposedly owe the country hundreds of thousands of dollars while in their late teens, and that figure of money gets deleted from a spreadsheet if they spend a couple hours doing community service, picking rubbish off a highway for example. I'd sure like to be paid thousands of dollars per hour for menial labour. I'd like to replay comments from the Sunday show, how two elderly people felt about the Avery killings. These two seem like fairly average senior New Zealanders. I'd wager that they're not vegan, and yet they're furious at the people who killed 32 birds. Hang you up! What do you do those sort of things? Wouldn't have you in Timaru and Tamuka? Bastards. Anger spilt out onto the streets. I hope the mongrels that did what they did to the poor innocent birds do their time in jail, and I hope someone in jail does the same thing to them. Well, I reckon they should uh, be strung up. I think that mindset is very dangerous to have. To have these cases of shocking animal harm brought up, and then for angry lynch mobs to form, and to seemingly demand shocking harm to be done to the offenders. I also think it's impractical. The two men who killed 32 birds, how are you going to kill them 32 times each? Certainly. If you only killed each man 16 times, that's easier than 32 times each, I guess. But still, you can't kill someone more than once, and I don't agree with that in the first place. What these people have done to animals can never be undone, no matter how cruel you are to them afterwards. I'd think that by being brutal to prisoners, the whole country would be diminished. We'd all become harsher people if we grew to accept brutal, quote, payback for offenders. I think we need to change how people feel towards all animals. We need to put chickens, cows, sheep, pigs and all other farmed animals into the same untouchable category as cats and dogs, and to not have them as property in the first place. I often listen to audiobooks and podcasts while I work. Here are a couple clips from a horrible history book about the Second World War. This part is about the town and country divide. We fed the chickens every day, so I thought they were pets. I was so upset when the farmer grabbed one and killed it and plucked it. Then, when I watched them slaughtering the pig, I started to have nightmares. They didn't care. Ha! This is our way of life, child. You're a simple sport brat and you know nothing. Chicken murderer. 
and another part about food shortages and a mention of how the German people were said to not have meat at all. It could be worse. Oh, it could be, Brian. You could be living in Germany. The people there are so short of meat, they are living on vegetables. As a result, the German people are all turning green. I think most people know how meat is made, or should that really be how the animals are unmade? But we put up barriers and it can be quite difficult to get people to watch slaughterhouse footage. So, we might get told it's natural to eat meat. But many people don't want to see how their food is actually killed and sliced up for them to buy in a clean, plastic packet. How natural can it be if you want to ignore all details of where it comes from and what happens to the animal? We also need to show that there's nothing radical about vegans and that we are very healthy and very happy, regular people. I'm certainly not green, at least in colour. I think that by taking a firm vegan stance, we can help promote the belief that all animals deserve to be recognised as belonging to themselves, that they are their own persons, we shouldn't own them, and certainly, whenever possible, avoid harming them. In my show notes, I'll link to a story about an Italian food writer who mentioned that cat meat is succulent and that many times in his life he had eaten cats. You can watch the video clip on the linked Times Online page. There, of course, has been a lot of talk about this comment, and the food writer was stood down. Imagine if we felt this way about eating chickens, eating cows, eating pigs, and all the other animals we currently farm. If we can recognise that cats are too special to kill and eat, that we could never promote eating free-range cat, then we should endorse not using any animal. Thank you for listening to Coexisting with Non-Human Animals. You can find the script for this episode, as well as downloads for every episode of Coexisting with Non-Human Animals, at coexistingwithnonhumananimals.blogspot.com. If you want to contact me, even just to say you've listened, send an email to jwontdart at gmail.com, or on Twitter, twitter.com slash j-a-y-w-o-n-t D-A-R-T. I'd appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Away from the notion of animals as things and toward the moral personhood of animals. The choice is ours. If you're not vegan, go vegan. It's easy. It's better for you. It's certainly better for the planet. And most importantly, it's the morally right thing to do.